Welcome to HXGN Radio. This is your host, Monica Miller-Rogers. Today's podcast is brought to you by Leica Geosystems. Revolutionizing the world of measurement and survey for nearly 200 years, Leica Geosystems creates complete reality capture solutions for professionals across the planet. Known for premium products and innovative solution development, professionals in a diverse mix of industries trust Leica Geosystems for all their geospatial needs. With precise and accurate instruments, sophisticated software, and trusted services, Leica Geosystems delivers value every day to those shaping the future of our world. In today's episode, we are talking to Bernhard Richter about the latest GNSS innovations from Leica Geosystems. And Bernhard is the GNSS business director at Leica Geosystems. So Bernhard, let's start off by talking about the newest GNSS, which is the Leica GS16. What can you tell us about that? So first of all, thanks for having me, Monica. Um, I'd like to take actually a step back here and I always want to think and approach a problem from what is the main drivers, what we're developing and what we're doing here. And with GNSS and high-precision GNSS, we have three primary drivers for me. One is, of course, always how can we work in challenging conditions like urban canyons, under canopy, these kind of things. So we always want to get better here. The other thing is there's so much happening uh, with GNSS modernization and it's beta constellations maturing, it's Galileo satellites going up. So we always need to keep up with that uh, pace in modernization. And um, last but not least, we always struggle because with high precision GNSS, you need a correction signal and you, you have weak cellular links, you're out of your radio range. So we need to solve that kind of problems. So, we're having these three major challenges, and when we developed this brand new GS16, our primary driver really was to reduce these amount of, of challenges and, and yeah, make it more pleasant for the customers by actually listening to their problems. So this is what's about, what the GS16 is about. So Bernhardt, you mentioned these difficult environments that surveyors and other measurement professionals are working in today and that they need this GNSS signals to be able to connect with that. And last year, Leica Geosystems released the world's first self-learning total stations and multi-station. And the GS16 is self-learning GNSS. What does that mean? So you could say, well, it's a marketing buzzword, but there's actually a lot behind. And we think of all these new signals in, in the space. We have L-band signals that provide you corrections. And all these new signals provide you a lot of more choice. So you, you gain from it. You have more benefits because you can have new linear combinations of all these signals and you'll get better performance. But at the same time, you not only get gaining, you're also increasing the noise of the signal. So you need to become very smart. Your receiver needs to be very smart. It needs to be adaptive. It needs to learn from the predominant conditions what's the best signal combination. And in one word, this receiver has to be intelligent. It has to learn, be self-learning. And that's what we came up at the end with as a terminology and say, well, this is a truly self-learning GNSS receiver. And yeah. 
And it's self-learning through these two new pieces of the GS16, which is the RTK Plus and SmartLink. Now, can you explain what those are? So, RTK Plus and SmartLink are really the heart of this new self-learning GNSS GS16. Um, RTK Plus, um, how to explain this the best way? RTK Plus provides you the best possible combination of signals. RTK Plus hosts a 555 channel engine uh, with a new, very powerful processor. And um, in simple terms, it's all these uh, module, modules and engines working together in harmony with one goal in mind, and this is provide the best possible coordinate for the user. And this is RTK+. SmartLink is also a very new technology, and as the name says, it tries to select the best possible link to the correction signal in a smart way. So SmartLink is more than just a PPP precise point positioning technology. Yes, it utilizes from an L-band link from a geostationary satellite these corrections and can do, would be able to do a fully remote position pretty much anywhere on the globe with an accuracy of three centimeters. That's possible. But at the same time, when you do have your local RTK network, SmartLink, selects what is the best possible link to use and switches seamlessly between an L-band signal from the geostationary satellite or the local um, network, RTK network, again, with the same goal in mind to seamlessly provide the best possible position for the, for the user. It's certainly impressive that it can on its own figure out what signals are best for the user, and I'm sure that makes it easier on the user. So since you've released the GS16 into the market, what applications are you seeing it being used in? Again, it's very, it's very simple. I, I guess we all know weak cellular coverage. We're driving around and the, the mobile phone simply doesn't work. So what does the self-learning GNSS do for you in these situations? It would simply switch from your local correction service to the extraterrestrial satellite correction to, to keep going. So that would be a typical example of where, where this helps you. Or the other thing is you're in a completely remote area. It would work on Mount Everest, right? So you wouldn't need cellular coverage and you can send up a mountaineer and just tell him what you have to do is you wait a certain amount of time, you press a button, and then you get that amount of, of accuracy. Um, we have one project, it's on the, the Rhine River, that's a river between Germany and France, and not so much in the States, but in Europe we are familiar with roaming, and, and your cellular phone tries to switch constantly between the German network provider and the France French network provider. And again, SmartLink keeps you going because you can bridge the time while the cellular phone switches between different providers. So it helps in, in many, many situations and 
makes the, the, the position or, or providing the position more robust. And Bernhardt, what does this new self-learning GS16 mean for the future of the industry? And could you perhaps give us a sneak peek of any new innovations that are coming up? So, I don't, I don't want to say this, but I was questioning myself, is the GS16 the last receiver you'll ever need? And with respect to GNSS modernization, I, I kind of believe it you, you will not need a lot more here, right? So I believe that the GNSS technology as it is, is fairly matured. And the reason is we see what's happening with GPS. They, they're having a, a replacing strategy. So they're not aggressively putting up new birds and new satellites into the sky. They replace the, um, the satellites that are um, beyond their lifetime. So that's how they do it one, two satellites per year. So Galileo is now having an aggressive uh, strategy to put up more satellites, but this will be done by 2020, Galileo will be done. Uh, also Beidou will be finished by 2018, 2019. So I don't see a lot of global uh, services and new global GNSS satellites that will are planned beyond 2020. So at 2020, it will mature the government won't spend that tremendous amount again. They will just, just make sure they maintain um, the, the constellation. And yes, the, the technology as is will mature. But of course, we're not running out of ideas to make GNSS better. And for me, the next, the next decade will be about sensor fusion. We're talking about uh, IMUs, so inertial systems, uh, merging into, into GNSS. We're talking about SLAM, simultaneous localization and mapping technologies combined with it, merging into that technology. And that will allow you to use additional different technologies to position in areas where we probably believe now you'll never measure with a GNSS receiver. So we, we have ideas <laughs> beyond 2020, for sure. That's, we're not running out of ideas, but the GNSS technology as it is in this brand new GS16, we are very, very close, but I would believe we, we have managed it to master the technology. Well, it's certainly an exciting time to see what does come in the future once we hit the 2020 mark. So, Bernhardt, thank you so much for joining us here today and sharing your insights with us. Thank you, Monica. To our listeners, you can learn more about self-learning GNSS at leica-geosystems.com. Tune in to more episodes from HXGN Radio on iTunes, SoundCloud, or Stitcher Radio. Thank you for listening.